0: On the cross talk on WIZM, let's talk a little about the United Fund for the Arts and Humanities. They've not only did they achieve their goal, but surpassed their goal. The goal was one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. They went above and beyond, raising money for the arts and humanities in the lacrosse area. Our guest on the cross talk is uh, UFA's vice president, uh, retired veterinarian, Mark Madison. Hey, good morning. I suppose you've been retired for a really long time. I just learned about it recently, so. I won't call you that anymore. I'll just call you, hey, regular guy, Mark Madison. Good morning.
1: <laughs> regular guy, but I still get calls from friends.
0: Do you? Well, that's, and I appreciate you answering when I called. So I can count myself in that. Well, we're kind of sort of friends. You know, we did business back in the dog days, and I appreciate that. So thank you to the Cooley region, big time. hundred and thirty grand is a lot of money to raise, and you did better than that.
1: Why do you suppose that was the case? Well, First off, I think uh, the group is just so motivated. Every single person on the board has strong connections to one of the 12 members. So you've got self-gratification, I guess you might call it. The more money we raise, the more money helps our organizations. But then uh, the campaign chairs, Jay Loken and Ken Riley, allowed us to use their home twice this year for events. And I think that was a significant – that's what pushed us over, I think. Really? The
0: house was so special?
1: It is so special. If you haven't been there, you should go there just to see it. But when you decorate it for Christmas and you Uh, decorate it for an event, it's even more. And then they they really do know how to put on a spread and the different levels. It was just a a wonderful evening of walking from room to room, hearing different groups singing and performing um, different items. We had things on, on raffle so it was just a delightful evening both evenings
0: so they put on a great fundraising party and they raised a pile of money 133550 so that's uh, that's nice to know that uh, that's a pretty substantial increase over your 130 grand goal
1: you know and and i always tell people especially this last year and a half that uh, the covid didn't help us at all we're kind of people that get cut off in covid you can't sing in groups you can't have people coming to your concerts so even though we don't make our majority of money from our tickets, zero tickets is really a loss. So people supporting us like they did is just a lifesaver. And when you have special people like Jay and Ken opening their house twice, uh, that just uh, goes above and beyond.
0: You're right. Well, when somebody says, hey, you know, we raised the X amount of money after that first party. Want to do another one? <laughs> well, okay. Well,
1: it was a no-brainer. They had uh, uh, installed a new organ. And, I mean, the people that installed were working their tails off for eight weeks before to get ready for this. And uh, so part of our show that evening was uh, a great rendition by one of our new members on our board, Tom Baron who played the organ for us. Oh, so cool. it was a double, I mean.
0: What is the United Fund for the Arts and Humanities going to do with $133,550?
1: Well, you know what? I really like the fact that uh, 93% of that gets given back. Um, so it goes right back out. And another thing that I just learned this last year is that every year we average it over three years. So if you have a really good year, that helps three years. And if you have a bad year, it's buffered by the good year. So just the formula they use for distributing and the fact that almost all that money gets right back right away is a real bonus. And you haven't
0: had, UFA hasn't had a bad year in a while, have they?
1: No, not really a bad year, but you know when you you set a goal and you don't reach it, you always feel bad about it. And you think, oh, we could have done this, could have done that. And this year, it's just so much fun to go over in a COVID year. It's really, really made it uh, just fun, plain fun.
0: So the groups under the uh, umbrella of the United Fund for Arts and Humanities, and there are, uh, what, a dozen-ish groups uh, in uh, the UFA family, how do
1: you decide who gets what money? There's a very complicated formula that's been developed over yeah. the what, 38 years that they've been alive. And uh, and I think it's a wonderful division of funds by how much you bring in and how much we all get. So the harder you work for your own group uh, is great, and the harder you all work together, uh, it's almost like uh, my, I scratch your back, you scratch my back. Right, kind Everybody, of a matching
0: fund sort of thing. We raised... We raised a hundred grand, and we'd love you to give us a hundred grand so we can take the two and and get the job done. Something like that. Yeah,
1: I mean that's it's simplified. A really a focus group, and but the, I think it's very fair. Uh, you know, these calculations have gone back over the years and fine tuned, uh, so they're they're very open and honest about how they do it. But I wasn't aware that they kind of averaged over three years to buffer your bad years and and let the good years help that.
0: All right. Do you have a favorite group in the UFA family?
1: Well, I'm a you know I sing as a chamber chorale, so I have a favorite group there. I'll even speak up about them, even if I'm not on the chamber person, uh, I'm kind of an at large person. But uh, I've enjoyed that group for a long time. But my very first year, uh, several years ago, when I joined UFA, I actually had something to do with every single group on UFA that year. Really? Yeah. Oh. It was just just coincidentally with different uh, little projects I've been in and singing, we had something to do with every, I had something to do with every single group. So it really is a a
0: group effort. That's cool. And when will the next, uh, and I suppose then you will be able to sit, not sit on your laurels, obviously, because the groups will will need their funding uh, ASAP. That committee has already been hard at work and, you begin thinking about the next fundraising efforts down the road. What's next on the UFA's
1: calendar? Something fun? The first thing is distributing funds right away, three times right away, so we can get that money back in, and and they know they're getting it because we had a good year. And then we uh, elect a campaign chair, so whoever we elect, helps drive the campaign for the next year, and you start thinking about themes and where can we meet and how can we reach people. And then the entire list of donors over the years is divvied up, and everybody checks off, I'll call this person, I'll call that person. So you really get a lot of personal I-know-you connections sure. from this groups. And I think that's a fun – and, you, you know, you go to that meeting, and the paper is being passed around, and it's a real quiet meeting, and people are checking, 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 writing, writing, checking – and knowing that they're going to be sending letters out to those people yeah that's awesome
0: that they do send those letters and the letters come back with a contribution to the united fund for the arts and humanities uh uh mark madison thank you very much i almost called you mike my my note says you're going to talk with mike madison oh that's too bad i know a guy named mark madison oh it's wrong Uh, uh, mark madison thank you he's vice president of ufa thank you very much for talking with us this morning and Congratulations on all the very hard work done by the organization to raise uh, over their goal $133,550.